Okay, go. You're listening to the Debatable Podcast hosted by Greg Sedashny. It's available for streaming and download at debatablepodcast.tumblr.com and on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at DebatablePod and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash debatablepodcast. Greg also co-hosts All the Pieces Matter along with Fernando Madrigal. All the Pieces Matter is a retrospective podcast on HBO's The Wire. It's available for streaming and download at wirepod.tumblr.com and on iTunes. Find All the Pieces Matter on Twitter at wire underscore podcast and like the show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wirepodcast. Last but not least, you can always find Debatable and All the Pieces Matter anytime at actionagogo.com. So please, check out our sites on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Tumblr. Check us out on the street if you see us there. Leave us questions, comments, feedback. And if you're up to it, rate and review us on iTunes. We really like that. And hey, let your friends know about us. But above all, enjoy today's show. Thanks for listening. That's great. That's great. Thanks. I'm always happy when Troy Jeffrey Allen or Derek Scarzella from Action to Go Go approaches me to to do an interview. Um, they were the ones that got me involved with doing the Uve Bowl interview. Um, Troy definitely keeps bringing me um, uh, comic books and things to review on Action to Go Go's website, which is yet another avenue of uh, creative output for me. So doing these things with Action to Go Go has been very fruitful, I think, for both of us on both sides. Um, and uh, this is yet another opportunity um, covering this fun new film called Zombie Ninjas vs. Black Ops. Um, the cast and crew, which included um, Rhodey Claude, the director, Adam T. Perkins, who is the main, like John McClane, Black Ops uh, main star of the movie, and the uh, the zombie ninja boss, played by Soa Palale, who is a uh, UFC fighter. Um, all three of them were gracious enough to give me an interview uh, for today's episode, and we're going to play that for you, kind of get an idea so you can get an idea of what Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops is and how much fun they had putting together the movie. Uh, just so you know, uh, the movie is coming out on October 15th here in the States. That's uh, Thursday, October 15th. And it'll be on uh, VOD, digital, iTunes, all of those avenues. So please go on and check it out. Uh, also, uh, read uh, Derek's uh, review that's up on Action to go right now. Um, so without further ado, this is uh, Rody Claude, the director, we're going to start with him and uh, later for the two other actors.
Thanks so much for making the time, as always. Oh, thank you for, for having us and um, to yeah, showing so much interest in the movie. Um, we're excited. Absolutely. I, uh, I've interviewed Soa and Adam, and um, they're really excited yep. to see the movie. I think uh, you're, you're supposed to be getting together with Adam tomorrow, right? Yeah, they all all the, all the guys arrive tomorrow, which is uh, it's fantastic. Um, Isn't it exciting? It's it, oh, it is very exciting. I mean, I think there's about seven of them. So, wow. and that's all the main guys, all the main characters, all the main Black Ops guys. So, uh-huh. yeah, we're so we're so excited. So, yeah. you're gonna have a uh, premiere there in Adelaide. Yes, to uh, on Saturday night. Um, uh, yes, at the Palace Nova, which is uh, the largest screen in Adelaide, which is they had the Xmax. It used to be the old IMAX here. Um, but yeah, so, so it is very exciting to have, and we've seen it up on the screen. And it looks fantastic, and it sounds fantastic. So we just and the guys, they just they haven't seen the movie yet. They've only yeah. just seen what we've seen the clips, shown the clips and the mm-hmm. trailers. Mm-hmm. But they're super excited. I mean, they're jumping out of their skin. So yeah, absolutely. So, so especially, he's like, I, I need to see this movie now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not heavily featured in the movie, but he's he's got some you know some key role um, parts in there. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's quite intimidating uh, guy. So and he's just he's larger than life on the screen too. So yeah. So of course we're going to get into talking about Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops, which comes out here in the states on October fifteenth. Um, the show is basically set up as kind of being a, a, an origin of how people, you know, got into the industry or how they ended up doing the projects that they uh, do. Can we talk a little bit about where you came from and how you got to the point of directing this movie? Uh, yes, Matrix was actually my first sort of taste of, of filmmaking as in mm-hmm. like working on a big Hollywood set. Um, I did some TV work actually before that, which awesome. is, yeah, it was, it was for, for Australian TV series um, and I had a few episodes on that as acting. So mm-hmm. I got into that and I, I kind of like enjoyed it. So, and then The Matrix came to Sydney at the time, I think it was 1999, 2000. Right. Um, right. And yeah, I just auditioned for that. But what happened was I got cast as a body double for Lawrence Fishburne, which was quite cool. Gotcha, absolutely. Um, yeah, because I, I got to meet him as well and Keanu Reeves, but I, I got to meet um, Lawrence Fishburne and, and basically because he had to approve me, so that was quite funny. <laughs> you, you know, you got, so, yeah, I'm, I like this guy and I think he looks a little bit like me, so, yeah, we'll get him to, to, to play those parts. We're, right. They're just basically all the standing parts. So it was no acting, but it was great experience. I was on the set for, um, I think, six weeks on and off and it was just seeing how large Hollywood productions operate, you know, Absolutely. and to see how they actually, I mean, there's hundreds of people and um, how they bring a huge movie like that together Absolutely. is amazing. And, and I got to watch, um, one of the things I got to really see, which was really cool, was a fight choreographer um, Wu Ping mm-hmm. um, from, uh, from Hong Kong. And um, he had his stunt team there and he was working with, um, I don't know if you know the actor, um, uh, his name's Colin Chow. Yeah. Uh, he's been in um, the bodyguard from Beijing with um, Jet Li. Uh-huh. Right on. Is, yeah, and um, I got to meet him, and I watched him fight um, your boxer uh, middleweight Roy Jones Jr. Nice. Which was yeah, and and I got to see how they did that, and and that uh, obviously that scene didn't make it into the Matrix. They cut that out, but it was watching second unit just operate and how they actually put those fight scenes together. It's just amazing. Right. So I just, was was there an attraction yeah. to doing? Um, but like action choreography and and stunt type uh, movie stunt heavy movies at that point uh, or were yeah, you yeah, even thinking about being a filmmaker? 
Yeah, but so sorry, Greg. Yeah, because my background is martial arts. So I've done taekwondo, karate, all that kind of stuff, and kickboxing, and um, that was you know heavily influenced from watching early Bruce Lee movies, of course, and Jackie Chan and that. But going into the, obviously the Matrix and that, I, I had a martial arts background and I always enjoyed you know that aspect of filmmaking is is the is the fighting stuff, right? Um, and yeah, so then that just after the Matrix just sort of kind of went on from there, trying to get projects up and running with short films. Um, and then I landed a role on Knowing with opposite Nicolas Cage, which nice. was another great learning experience. Which right. it was a it was a walk on role, mm-hmm. um, and again it was another week of spending to see how the big Hollywood movies set up shots and just do these things. You block out scenes and and actually choreograph action, you know, large yeah. scale action. Absolutely. Um, and then from yeah, sorry. And then from then on, it was just um, yeah, it was trying to get an independent movie up and running. Um, and I did, I don't know if you've, you know, we did an indie movie called Dead Time. I've heard which, of this, yes. Yeah. Um, and that got released in America too, uh, on digital and um, across the Japan and some um, foreign territories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was quite good. But that was my first time actually doing some acting martial arts and directing and actually doing all the camera stuff, which was, it was too much. Right. So, right. Because you're you're also using all these these big budget productions as kind of a a jumping off point. How do you you know how do you make that translation translation into doing maybe lower budget, more indie production? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It is. It is quite hard. Um, yeah. It's obviously because you 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 see what they have, and and I mean the resources and the and the, the the manpower they have, and right. obviously the big budgets. I, I wouldn't say it's easy. Obviously, it's hard for them still, but they have the luxuries and um you know going on from like uh, big sets like that and then going straight to indie and working with actors that obviously um you know you can't afford to pay them a lot of money sure. and um you know and then obviously getting crew that are experienced um and stunt guys and then obviously all the it's it is it's, it's very difficult and um it, i don't know it's just a i mean dead time was quite a challenge because we had to shoot it um, you know, on and off. Like yeah. it wasn't like it just like Zombie Ninjas was great because we could just lock out three weeks and let's just do it like how traditionally you would shoot a film. Right just on. shoot it out, you know, seven days straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but with with Dead Time it was very difficult. Right. Yeah. I, I, I've been t- as I've been talking about Zombie Ninjas and versus Black Ops as as it's come through with um with Adam and with uh, Soa. It's a uh, it's a uh, appeared that you know to me that uh, you know you're really making something in a good tradition of of a of a um, like an exploitation movie kind of like a diehard you know stuck in a building type movie. Um, I've even yeah. talked about it kind of from the the aspect of being a video game that you're like moving up these levels till you get to the big boss. Um, yeah, yeah. Where, where did the seed of the idea start for you guys? Well, it's funny you say like Game of Death, Bruce Lee, you know how he has right. to move up the levels and it turns into video. Well, the, the idea uh, originally spawned from um, we thought, because uh, I love action movies, just absolutely love them, you know. So it's like, um, you know, what could we do like a versus sort of thing, you know, like like a video game sort of, you know, influence. Um, but it, we started with Ninja versus SWAT, if you can believe that. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Um, and and the challenge of that is, well, SWAT is quite difficult because if you live in Australia, of course, it's hard to, to replicate all that American stuff, which right. is obviously, if, you, if you're going to shoot, you know, 
with real American actors and, and have that authenticity of, about it. You know, it's very hard. Of course. And, of course. Um, so, and Ninja, again, it's like, okay, well, we've got ancient assassins. I mean, they don't really exist nowadays. I mean, they're not, you know. So it's like, but how could these ancient assassins measure up against these modern assassins? And we right. thought it's no match because you know, heavily tactical guys are just equipped with so much, you know. This is, it sounds like it's coming from the classic question of just like some people hanging out at a party and, and presenting the question, who would win? It, who would win? We just, well, that's what you would do. you just brainstorm. So we just sit down and brainstorm and we thought right. it's, no, it's no match. And we thought this is silly because um, these, these SWAT guys or, or tactical guys would just clean up because sure. – um, as soon as they see these guys, I mean, the firepower alone is, is just going to be overwhelming. Of course. I mean, I mean there will be people that, that love ninjas saying there's no way ninjas will win, but I mean, <laughs> man, we've got to be realistic here. It's modern warfare. And um, so we thought, you know, how do you, how do you turn these, present a bigger challenge for these, um, these modern-day assassins, you know, like SWAT and that? How do you, how, how do you actually do that? And I thought, well, and then I, because I, I, have you seen The Bourne Legacy, of course? You've right. seen that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Genetically enhanced, and they've done it in a lot of movies where they genetically engineer these um, things. I think Universal Soldiers did it as well, didn't they? They brought them yep. back, and yep. Um, yep. I thought, okay, well, it's indie. Can we get away with it? Maybe try. I don't know. <laughs> Let's experiment. Let, let, what, we, what about if we just enhance these guys, you know, somehow, right. and right. Um, play on that, you know, whole? Okay, well, they're they're kind of dead mercenaries and. Let's inject them with some kind of secret serum that we still don't know anything about yet. Because <laughs> right we're trying to discover it through the movie, which we'll probably later. I don't know if you know about our Zombie Ninjas comic, which we're trying to expand that world oh. and explain more about the world. Awesome. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, so we find out exactly what's happened to these guys and what the serum is about and who's doing all these experiments on them and, and who's building these, you know, super killing machines. Right. Uh, yeah, so we thought, okay, well, let's enhance them and let's, you know, and they've got ninja-like qualities because, well, actually, you know, it's funny, they're not really ninjas, but because in the movie, or you're saying, is because they can't, they're trying to figure out what these things are and they're trying to, well, because they move a bit like ninjas and they look a bit like ninjas right. in their tactical skins, that's where that kind of, the whole ninja thing comes about, right, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, a lot of the mercenaries that were dead were highly trained, so they had all that martial arts background and skills, so it kind of lends itself wow. to, okay... Yeah, so you guys we, really thought about this. I like it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's it's, it's cool because it just adds more to the you know add more dimension to the characters Absolutely. too. Absolutely. So I imagine that the least of your worries, well, maybe not the least of your worries, but one of the things that you felt like you uh, you had kind of under your belt going in might have been the martial arts and and stunt choreography. Yeah, but, yeah. What, but what would you say was your biggest uh, challenge or your biggest challenges going into making the movie? Oh, uh, as a director, uh, even as a, this, this is the yeah. second the second outing as director. Yes, uh, yeah, for for indie feature films, yeah, this is the second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I would say the biggest challenge from directing and and as a filmmaker as well is would be time. I think right. um, the luxury of time. Even on the first one, we did we did have some time, but the time wasn't. Maybe we had time to shoot, but. I mean, in between the shoots, like we had a week off and then go shoot, it was time of prepping and, and, and you know, because we didn't have the manpower. So uh, in this one, in shooting even in three weeks, it was so rushed. Right. I mean, I think any any filmmaker, even in in big Hollywood production, would, would say even if they had more time up their sleeves, in, even if it's in post-production, mm-hmm. in production, in pre-production, they would make better movies, period. But, sure. um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is that, that would, would be the... 
the biggest challenge we, we found. We found everything was rushed. That, that's what was the feeling on set. Right. Um, I don't know if that's all sets are like that, but we was like, just go, go, go. And if you make a mistake, you realize it after the shoot. It's right. like, oh, shit. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and getting, uh, getting the amount of coverage that you need and making sure that yeah. you have everything done on your shot list or your storyboard yeah. surely, yeah. Yeah, with something every, this yeah. much, with this much action too, with this much uh, uh, stunt choreography, I can imagine. Yeah, mm. yeah, and also having the the luxury of of having the guys ready. Like right. and we're lucky because uh, Kenny, uh, he plays that the sword wielding guy. I mean, in the movie, he, he's the only one that has the sword at the end. Right. He, he's one of the main nemesis, the master, and he was the most skilled of everyone in the martial arts. Um, but he he was good because he he, he kind of helped um, like Adam. Um, our lead, he helped him, um, you know, with the choreography and stuff. Because Adam, Adam wasn't a—he's not a martial artist, but he had some dance background and he knew some basic kickboxing moves, which was all right for the for the you know the tactical guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he wasn't skilled in in like martial arts. So we 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 had we had you know some of the other guys that were more skilled helping him out. And especially, um, he even said to us, you know, we, we shoot in two weeks. I'm not ready. And I said, oh, we, we're going to have to be ready. So it's like just we're just gonna have to get it done, and, and sure. he didn't he didn't believe that he was gonna do it. Like he didn't trust in himself that he could actually get it done. And I thought yeah. we we just have to do it. Yeah. Um, but he he I, he surprised everybody because um um the end fight scene with him just I don't know the energy the the acting that he puts That's out right. and the emotions in it. Um, I, I think he did a great job, and um, yeah. Would, but had we more time with those guys, oh, it would have been even better. That, absolutely, absolutely. But you guys were shooting uh, during nights. You had a night schedule, right? Was it uh, difficult oh, to yeah. keep those guys um, excited and primed? You know, when you get deep. I know that you guys are certainly yeah. uh, changing your sleep schedule, but uh, yeah. you know, the night shoots uh, you still got to screw with your body. You know, it did actually for the first first few days. But after that, I think everyone was pumped. But cool. um, it's funny because um, we didn't have to motivate anyone because everyone was already pumped to do this project. Nice. That's what we found was really cool. As soon as we said Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops, <laughs> uh, everyone sort of like said, "What? Well, okay, let's let's get in there and let's, yeah. let's do this. It sounds really interesting." Um, and they just wanted, they just were like fascinated with it. So um, and then they knew all the action sequences uh, that were involved. So it was like, okay, we didn't really have to motivate them as much, but. Um, uh, it was because it was a high energy set. That's what I liked about good, this as well. because everyone was moving so fast. Um, there was no downtime. Even for lunch breaks, it was about thirty minutes. But it's funny, everyone was walking around eating or just doing stuff. And right. when we were shooting, um, there was no one sitting down or lying down. Everybody was involved. I mean, very small set, very small intimate set, very small crew. And at any one time, uh, we'd had only have like about um, you know ten actors at the most or even less than that on 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 a particular night, and it was yeah it was it, i mean everyone seemed fine um, i think it was i think the, I think the energy levels dropped probably the last four or five days of filming where sure. I think they were exhausted from doing one you know action after action running around like you know idiots and sure. And, sure. and just yeah so but no no we didn't have to motivate anyone I think it was probably the most high energy set we've been on that's great. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. I think they had a lot of fun with it too. So it's good that yeah. you're surrounded by a lot of people that that have that physical training too, because I'm sure that that you know enters into it that they're you know able to uh, to keep their their energy up, especially when they know yeah. that they're going to get into some physical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what it's like. Um, I don't know if you've been on sets where 
you're not doing anything for hours. You sit down sure. and you just get tired. You get lethargic and you get yep. tired. It's like, oh, you always get bored. Yep. But then you go on a set where you're just forever doing stuff and then you look at your watch and you go, damn, is that the time? It's like, oh, where's the time going? It's yeah. like, oh, my God, three hours is already gone. We do a fight scene and be like, it's midnight already. And it's like, where did five hours go? Okay, yeah. well, we've got to have some more time. Because the thing about it also, because we're shooting in Australia, it was, um, is the sun would come up at 4.30 and that's right. how crazy so we only had light. The sun would go down at about 8 o'clock, but we had some interior scenes. We're like inside staircases, stairwells, and, and also we had like um, the parking garage where we could hide some things where it was still daylight outside, but we could actually mimic for, for nighttime. Mm-hmm. So we tried to, and in the lift, we tried to do some sneaky stuff two hours just before the sun went down and then went and did all the office stuff and all the other nice. uh, Interiors where you'd had to be pitch black, um, right. but we had to we had to hurry up before four four thirty because the sun would come up, and when it came up, it was it was full sun. <laughs> sure, so, yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, it was it was amazing, and it was amazing just driving home. You know, early hours in the morning and. 5.30, everyone else is going to work, but we're going home to go to bed. Right, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Everything's flipped on its head, right? Yeah, and, and, and you're pumped, and you're pumped from filming, and you're like, oh, my, my head is buzzing. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't unwind, I can't go to sleep, you know, yeah. It's, it's, do, do, you, uh, do you find it enticing kind of making movies that are um, going to be, you know, very, very pushed to be in an in in American market? Is that something that's yeah. very enticing for you? Yeah, always. Yeah, I don't know if you know much about the Australian film market, but it's the it's it's. I don't know if I should say this, but it's it's basically non-existent. So um, it's if if you're an action fan um, and you want to make action movies here in Australia, it just doesn't work. Right. Um, if if you were to cater it just to Australian audiences, if you geared it uh, to story and and the and everything to Australia uh-huh. uh, with an Australian story, it just wouldn't work. They, they don't embrace it like because Australia just watch big uh, Hollywood action movies anyway. That's sure. all they watch. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have, and you guys have got such a huge market, which is much better for indie filmmakers anyway. Sure. Which um, there's, there's there's much more of a market to there and and much more of a market market that's, that's accepting of indie independent films. Where here in Australia. You know, there's there's zero market for that. I mean, there 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 are small, you know, pockets of it. There's there's some people that that do enjoy it, but it's nowhere near what you guys have. So, as a filmmaker, you just want to gear everything to America. And I mean, you it's know, interesting biggest, you say that because I've seen more and more of an influx of of Australian movies, especially action movies coming in, and a lot of import actors too. That's something yeah. else. I mean, well, it's, it's it's all the American influence. I mean, I love sure. all American movies, so all the actions. I love foreign movies too, but like as far as action movies go, I mean, no one does it better than America. So it's like, um, you know, you just get that influence, um, and you watch a lot of those movies, and sure. um, it just you just you just get. I'd love to if we lived in America. That's all I'd make is just I'd, I'd want to be doing because then I'd be able to work with you guys, uh, like <laughs> talent and, and all American cool stuff. You know, oh, yeah. it's the best thing. So, well, well, yeah. Let me ask you some technical questions about the the movie. Yeah. What did you guys shoot on? Uh, we shot on the. Uh, we did a few tests, but the the camera we came up with was the five D Mark III. Nice. So, okay. Cool. Because because we did a test on the red camera. I think it was red scar. I don't remember what red, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't hold up. I mean, red's fantastic. It's high resolution. Don't get me wrong. It, it's sharp. It's it's all that technical awesomeness. So right. you know, like it's four K or whatever it is, but. It just doesn't have the color. The colors are different, which right. I notice. Uh, mm-hmm. it is, it, the colors aren't as flattering to actors, and the reds. There's no reds in red. I don't know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> different uh, yeah, different palettes, right? 
Yeah, well, it, it just looks very uh, desaturated. You've got to try and put it all back in in post. Sure. Uh, it, it just looks it looks a little bit lifeless. That's what I thought. Right, um, right. But the Canon 5D Mark III, as far as low light goes, just one hands down. It just was because we were shooting in pitch black. And, right, right, right. Um, and I had to use high-speed lenses and obviously um, it's tough to shoot action because a lot of the stuff is out of focus sometimes. And it's um, But as far as like getting clean, um, uh, you know, the clean out from the camera uh, with low light, the, the Canon sort of did, they did the best job. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, and it picked up more detail too. In, yeah, there, a lot of people swear by it. You know, even uh, even with uh, the red and and Phantom doing so such big business with with uh, the big budget movies and everything, I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people, especially indie filmmakers, still swear by the the five Ds, um, the seven Ds, the Canon stuff, uh, especially with those interchangeable lenses, because you can get yeah. so much done even with uh you know even with still camera lenses, you can get so many options. You know? No, yeah, we just say we use the 5D with prime lenses. So that that right. was the key was try to get as as bigger prime lenses as we could to capture as much light as we could. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you have a? Uh, you know, I've asked all the uh, the people. I asked uh, Soa and, and Adam the same thing. Did yeah. do you have any uh, memorable experiences from the set uh, that uh, one that particularly sta- stands out to you? Uh, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun stuff. Um, I mean, uh, I think two. Yeah, one was the fire scene, which was we briefly had because we had some cool stunt guys with us uh, that that handled that worked with fire a lot. So um, they that was pretty cool that day where we were messing around with flares and um, and and putting one of the guys' legs on fire and basically throwing kicks and yeah, all sorts crazy. of stuff. But but I mean the 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 safety issue of that is like he's throwing kicks, but fuel is flying off his leg as well. So. <laughs> right, right. I, I bet those stun guys know how to squint their eyes perfectly. I mean, it, it happens so split second in the movie, but I mean, because we had to capture it because they, they only give us like the, the guys say, well, we can light him up, but he's only going to be lit for like 15, 20 seconds. So you've got to get everything quick and then you've got to stop because we've got to put him out because he'll get too hot. So then right. they relight him again. And so it was like a matter of resetting, but because they were going to run out of fuel because of budget and all that kind of stuff, we only had like five or six takes. So I had to quickly do it and it was the most rushed thing, but it was oh. the most fun out of the lot, you know? Wow. Um, but yeah, that, that was a funny thing. Was like they're worried. Like I, I saw fuel flying off and like bits of flame flying off. And I think one of the one of the um, actors actually caught on fire on one wow. of the takes. Oh, wow. His leg caught on fire. They put him out. And um, but that was probably a fun night. And also we had a problem with one of the flares. They picked up the wrong flare, uh-huh. and it was one of those underwater flares. And we couldn't put it out. And the whole. I think we we nearly busted the camera sensor because it just went all white for a oh, few man. seconds. Oh man. And, all we could see was just white, and the, but all I could see was just smoke, the black smoke, um, and it filled that whole outdoor area. I mean, you saw the movie of that where yeah. that happens. That whole area was just engulfed in smoke, and, um, wow. it, and we, we threw the flare in a water bucket, and it blew up the bucket, and we just thought, <laughs> oh, my God, this thing won't go out, and then, and then we got the right flare for the second one. I thought, okay, it's one of those road flares. Okay, this is a bit better. Let's just get this happening, and, but it was a nightmare working with some of that stuff, really? but it was fun at the same time. 
These oh, are the was... these are the problems of working with practical effects, right? <laughs> you, yeah. Your next yeah, movie is exactly. gonna be like a CGI animated movie, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm sure that that's gonna have its headaches too. You know? but, <laughs> right. Right. No, no, I, I think practical effects is the most fun. I think I think all filmmakers, um, even indie, even yeah. the, even the big guys, they love exploding stuff. And Absolutely. Uh, it's something about fire. I don't know. Fire it seems to get people excited. I don't Absolutely. know what it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you're gonna go to a movie, I think that there's a you know there's that uh, satiated need to see explosion and violence. I think I think that's yeah, for action it just, fans. It just adds adds to something, and seeing people play with fire is just amazing. You Absolutely. Know, kind of, so, what um, are you working on next? Uh, next, uh, that we haven't got anything planned. I mean, we're so busy with this and, and getting it out, um, uh, delivering it to to, mm-hmm. to market and stuff. And also, um, we're really just really focused on getting that out and working on um, the comic. You're the comic, do the comic, right, right, right. Yeah, so just expanding on that world, Greg, cool. and then just yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, as far as movies go, um, we haven't really thought that far ahead. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool you know, to do a sequel to Zombie Ninjas, but sure, it just, but experience what experience it now. You know, sit in yeah, it for yeah. for right now and enjoy the ride. You know. This next interview snippet is with Soa Palale, who I said earlier was a UFC fighter. He is also the uh, Zombie Ninja boss in uh, Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops. Enjoy this clip. So it's pretty impressive. Um, I'm I'm recording right now. It, it, I was gonna say it's pretty impressive um, having watched uh, uh, Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops. Um, the kind of the kind of choreography and stunts that are like on display here. I think that's one of the things that I came um, away from the movie with uh, the most. How impressive that stuff was. And um, did you? So you've already seen it? I I, I have. I've been able to uh, to check it out finally. Um, okay. Okay. And um, I got to say, I was really impressed impressed with with everything on display, and and certainly your part in there as the the zombie big bad as the boss. Um, okay. Pretty impressive stuff. I I didn't know beforehand that you're a UFC fighter. I wasn't aware. Yeah, I've I've been doing um, I've been you know you know competing in uh, mixed martial arts for a, for a very long time um, since uh, since there wasn't a big you know thing. UFC wasn't huge, you know. Um, uh, you know, I've been doing it for like 17 years to 20 wow. years. Uh, wow. That's how long I've been doing it for. Like uh, I used to live, I don't know if you know, heard of BJ Penn. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I was in Hawaii and, and I was lifting with BJ Penn and, and trained there. And then I went to, uh, to Las Vegas and I was there in Las, in Las Vegas and, and training there and in Japan. So I kind of traveled around and then all of a sudden, um, you know, the UFC kind of blew up. Yeah. And then obviously fighting, fighting with the UFC and, 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 and it's good to be involved with like kind of being involved with the UFC now and, and, and how fast it's just, it's just growing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite awesome. But, um, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm an, uh, I'm an older, I'm an old, old person, old, uh, <laughs> head on, on, uh, you know, I've been doing because I've been doing it for so long. But you got so many UFC fighters coming through, younger guys coming through yeah, now. But, so, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of good. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, I think it's 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 good in a way that it's set a platform. So you you know that I can make money from it right. from from not 
you know, even if I'm not fighting in the UFC, I can still make money out of it. So, right. and, and doing films and stuff, it, it kind of gives you that little bit of respect where, okay, he's a UFC fighter, you know, he'd be good for fight scenes and stuff, and stuff like that. So. Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of respect, especially from like um, people who are, are big cinephiles and big fans of action movies. A lot of respect for the, the stunt people. Um, I think that they deserve a lot more respect than they get, actually. And I got to imagine coming from from UFC that that kind of makes you kind of uh, uh, sets you up to be kind of um, an entertainer, that you have that kind of charisma, you know, that you're putting putting on a show. Even though, you know, it is completely, it's, it's not, um, you know, it's not created for the audience or the viewer like maybe American wrestling is. But, you know, yeah. UFC is legit. And, I mean, you, you're certainly a, uh, an entertainer in, in a certain respect. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. Like, um, you know, it's exactly the same as, 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 as WWE where, you know, we're entertainers, we entertain, you know, the crowd, we put bums on the seats. Right. Um, and that's why people come to watch The Rock or people come to watch, you know, um, Roman Reigns and, and, and stuff. For exactly, you know, Brock Lesnar, and he was right, with the right. UFC. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, if you're in the UFC and, and you're given, you know, good performances like Conor McGregor and, and, and stuff, people want to come and watch. People will pay the money. And that's why every time, you know, obviously the only difference between UFC and, and WWE is we get punched in the face and, <laughs> right. and, uh, and it hurts, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, um, and, and, uh, and I think, that, you know, it's all, you know, I think the whole lot of it is all entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. It's all, you know, entertaining the, the, the crowd and, and that gives us that, that entertaining kind of thing where we got to bring it into the, into the big screen and, and stuff. And, uh, right. um, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I, I can't. I mean, I'm talking to you now, but I can't wait to uh, to watch the movie. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was going to say, you know, um, as you were talking there, I was thinking, you know, uh, the how it translates. You know, going from something where you're actually dealing with uh, uh, being punched or kicked uh, uh, hardcore, and you're actually, you know, getting hurt by this. I mean, you have to be in peak physical condition to do it. Now, how, how does that translate to doing a movie like uh, a Zombie Ninjas, where you're having to probably pull punches probably you know create a, a scenario where you know you're playing to the camera um i remember that there's certain certain martial martial artists and and actors uh like van damme that couldn't you know pull punches early in his career do you find that to be a little difficult to learn no nah, it, it's kind of i it's kind of easy uh, i i, I kind of adapted to it and and uh and throwing punches and and and, and pulling pulling punches and fake punches and stuff mm-hmm. is is kind of um yeah I, I've, I adapted to it very quickly mm-hmm. and the thing is i'd rather do a fight scene any day and um <laughs> instead of walking out in the octagon and and, and getting punched for real so right all right um, and the thing is, you know, you could do a fight scene every day, but, uh, but I, you know, the hardest, the harder, the, well, the hardest thing doing the fight scenes were um, was the kind of the takes where, you know, you know after the you know the fifth take, you got you know, the sixth take, seventh, mm-hmm, eighth, mm-hmm. and then and then after you've done twenty takes, you've got to go, okay, let's move and do it from a different different. Uh, you know, not the same set. We've got to do it from a different angle, right? Right. right. So, and that was just constantly like, um, okay, okay. So, but you've got to bring it every time. You know, yeah. Every single day, you have to bring it. 
because um, it could be that tight. So it, and it, it is draining, and and uh, you know, and and a lot of it's just kind of sitting around and, and waiting. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was. You know, this is kind of the this is the avenue I, I want to take Great. my career in. You know, I, I've probably only got about three to four years left in in the UFC. Sure. So um, by the time I finish with the UFC, I want to at least have, you know, a, a bunch of, of 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 movies that I've already done and, and I've already created something where I can just slip straight into doing, you know, a numerous amount of movies. So. It's great. It's great because it's a good, good idea for you know keeping your brand viable too. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, was um, I, I, I forget how? Um, I, I think that I heard that uh, you guys were doing night shoots on this, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We do. We were doing night shoots. Uh, um, uh, we were doing uh, yeah long night shoots. Um, to how, how often were you? How often were you there? How um, like you weren't on the the schedule the whole time, right? You had how many days shooting? Um, we had quite a few. We had quite a few, um, but uh, you know, and the, and the majority of the time where we would kind of just sit or sit around most of the time and uh, sure don't sure. shoot other scenes. But uh, but yeah, we we're, were there quite a few times, um, quite a bit. Uh, but it was, you know, it, it's all about kind of the experience, I guess, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, um, being there and, and kind of, you know, the, the directors that, that did it, you know, obviously they, they knew what they wanted out of the movie, um, you know, Rody and, uh, and Carly, so, and they were so professional. Um, obviously, awesome. them working on um, The Matrix has kind of given them a different kind of, look in what they wanted so um but yeah it was good um you know i was i was was happy with it in in whatever um they wanted to do but i think it kind of gave shooting the night scenes were were better in a way for for what they um for what the movie was so right right well i mean it's got to definitely be beneficial for you that the the directors know what they want instead of kind of leaving it completely up to you without any sort of direction um and then of course i mean overnight you know like like you said you know kind of being on whenever there's you know action to be done i mean that's got to be pretty hard at you know four in the morning or whatever um to kind of bring that same energy that you had earlier in the night yeah a lot of coffees (laughs) right on so like i said you uh you play the big bad you play the zombie boss um and uh by the time people do see the movie i think that their uh, their first thing that they're going to be um uh exposed to is this new breed of zombie this the zombies in this movie aren't necessarily uh the night of the living dead zombies just you know uh, uh slumbering about you know going slowly these are these are fast zombies and uh you know they got they got characteristics that are very unique can you kind of talk about uh the what these zombies bring to it that uh that we haven't seen in other movies before well the difference between uh this zombie and uh and zombies that you just see like the walking dead on uh, the walking dead zombies mm-hmm. is uh we are the elite of yeah. the elite <laughs> zombie, zombies so we know what we want so and we move fast uh-huh. to, to get what we want. Um, Absolutely. Instead of just dawdling, um, by the time you get to to, to eat someone, you, you'd like, you know, ten years later, you. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
but we're, we're, we're it's and that's a, and that's a thing. This is a good thing about filming this. Is like um, yeah, it was uh, obviously you've seen it, but uh, kind of the the laboratory scene was was kind of a good yeah. thing. Where, yeah, it was just like everything happens in there. Um, Absolutely. And and I thought I, I thought you know I thought I did a I, I thought myself I did a good job in, mm-hmm. in, in bringing it in the in the movie um, and trying to trying to make it you know look realistic. Right. Um, so yeah, but uh, like, yeah. man, I can't, can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm liking as we're as we're talking about this is getting you more excited about seeing the movie again. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, the thing that that I, I found really interesting is that these zombies are so action focused. They're so um, you know uh, s- solution focused. They are, they aren't kind of like obsessed with eating brains like we've gotten to yes. to uh, you know so familiar with with a regular zombie. Um, but you know the thing that really uh, stuck out at me watching you um, in particular is that you're you know you're you're so restricted. You know so much of what you're doing, what you're bringing to the performance is not you know it's not dialogue heavy it's so physical it's all um in uh body movements and gestures and the way that you carry yourself was that uh a process for you how did you get to to do that um i I think they they when they explained it to me on what they wanted so then i kind of got in uh, just in my head and kind of ran it through my head and, and and kind of said you know that they, they, they've given me some ideas. So then I said, okay, well, well what about this? And uh, you know, and and with the you know some of the fight scenes and and obviously some you know a lot of the stuff where I do use a lot of you know, obviously like you said like a lot of body kind of um, exhaustion mm-hmm. in, in in doing it. But um, but yeah, so I kind of bought my own own thing to it as well. Right. Um, right. And, and and what they wanted as well. So I trying to I, I trying to if they tell me, hey, listen, we want this, or we want you to kick high, or whatever you want, like mm-hmm. you know, or we want. So I try to make it even better, so that I can like you know, kind of bring it, um, um, you know, because and, and I think that I I think I know and I hope I can use use because I haven't seen it, but I hope I can use you know the footage in this to to kind of sure. you know, to to give other kind of directors and stuff hey listen this is this guy can can really bring mm-hmm. it and uh you know it'd be good for our film and that as well so i'm right. looking forward to it absolutely um so from that point of view when you're bringing you know bringing what you what you're known for your ufc uh background your mma uh brazilian jiu-jitsu what was your inspiration and what kind of um so what was your inspiration from a character standpoint it, it's like that badass kind of character i wanted to bring that badass character like mm. Like I'm, I walk in and, and I walk into somewhere and I'm the man. Like, yeah. You don't, like yeah, you, you don't fuck with a with with the zombie boss. Like, um, or, or he'll break you, or, or you, or he'll break you. Like, sure, I wanted yeah. to give that, uh, you know, that you know, wow. If he, if he just was, like he's got all the all the zombies underneath him, but Absolutely. as soon as the zombie boss walks in, it's like, whoa, hang on a minute. Absolutely. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. I, I just wanted to bring it and I wanted to to make sure that. Uh, the difference between me and 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 my zombies um, is is I'm the boss. Yeah, absolutely. I, think, yeah. I you know I don't know if you play video games, but back in the day, you know there was a, a Nintendo game called Double Dragon, and uh, yes. th- those type of fighting games, like when you would get yeah. through a, through a level and you get to the big boss and you're like, oh shit, I have to deal with this guy now. That's yeah. that's the feeling I got with your character. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so so uh we talked about fighting on camera that was that's a that's a it seems like you you uh easily moved into that um but you you know you, you spent so much time on the set do you have any uh, memorable experiences that you could you know maybe talk about or that you could uh you know yeah one or two things that you could tell us about uh filming the movie just kind of hanging out with the with the, with the, the cast and crew and um and it was, it's and some of the, the the shoots and they were long so when you start you know kind of doing um stuff that um i think you know when you do you, when time goes all hours of the night and, sure, and then sure. you're tired everyone's tired and then you start going a little bit locker mm-hmm. so you start dancing and so you got zombies that that are you got zombies that start dancing and and um, and in in the backstage, so it's it's quite uh, yeah. It, I, I had fun basically, right. and and that's that was you know and working with uh, with Rody and Kylie was has been was was awesome as well. Absolutely, uh, um, yeah. What was it? What was it like being on a, on a smaller set? Because you've done other movies that were quite bigger, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I did a movie, uh, Son of a Gun, um, uh-huh. and that was with Ewan McGregor. Nice. And um, um, Matty Nabel was was in it as well. He's he's um, he started in a big, a few big. Um, he started in Riddick mm-hmm. with uh, with Vin Diesel. He was one of the main roles in that. Um, awesome. And he's you know he's in the Arrow, that TV show, The Arrow. He's in a few other big movies as well. So, awesome. um, and that was you know. Um, and uh, Brendan Thrips, he's um, he started in a, in, in a lot of um, um, Hollywood, big Hollywood films. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Um, Nash Edgerton, that's Joel Edgerton's uh, brother. Right. He was he was in it as well. So to have, to be filming with these guys and kind of watching what they you know and and be learning, right? Um, you know, and we still you know we still keep in contact you know with the, through emails with the guys. And if, if I'm ever in LA, I'll, and I'll hit. You and McGregor up, or and, and and catch up with them, but um, you know it's it's to to be to be watching these guys and get uh, and learning from it, you know, is, is awesome, you know, because right. you know I, I I'm still kind of green in, in this kind of field, so sure, sure. Um, but um, but if I ever got stuck, I'd and I'd, I'd you know hit them up and say, hey, listen, um, I've got this script, of you know, or, you know, just ask them for, for advice and, and and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I did that film. I did another film called. Um, um, football breakers and and that's a, a romantic um, comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it's it's gone off the whole um, action film. So I yeah. just wanted to kind of diversify and, and different kind of um, like The Rock did. He did uh, you know the sure, Disney sure. and then he did um, you know other other movies where sure. he, you know showed him you know um, it, it just shows you know how he can, he can adapt with his with his with his acting. I want to do the same. And yeah, um, yeah. and we, we got a, I still got a, we got a few another big movie you know a few big movies coming up as well. So, um, like I said, I, when I finish the fighting, I, I want to step into, um, I want to step into to this where where, where I'm just um, acting and and not getting you know punched for real. And finally, we're going to be talking to Adam T. Perkins, who plays the the John McClane Black Ops type main star of Zombie Ninjas versus Black Ops. And uh, we find out about his history, his origins, kind of like his acting career and what led him to be in this fun little movie. Enjoy. The show really is, you know, about origins, and I and I I find, you know, just looking at your IMDb that you definitely have some some experience uh, getting into this. Um, was it always something that you wanted to do, even going back to being a kid, or when did you yeah. realize you wanted to do it? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I 
it was kind of a, a sort of a, a weird kind of evolution for me. I, I got into it um, and I was always really attracted to it. I think one of the movies I loved when I was a kid was a, fa a fame. I never really mm -hmm. sort of understood it. I liked musical theatre and um, I did a bunch of plays, never took it sort of seriously, but I knew I really dug it. Um, right. Then I started doing sort of community theatre and uh, I worked with a guy named Kevin Johnston um, uh, who was a dancer and he pushed me into sort of taking dance dance classes. Mm -hmm. um, so I was an actor first and then did that. And then I, on a bit of a dare, I auditioned for a performing arts school in Sydney and uh, and I got in. So That's awesome. I was in Sydney for a bit, did a bunch of stuff, but it really kicked, all kicked in for me when I, um, I moved from Sydney to New York and I was with the Atlantic Theatre Company with their conservatory program for a couple of years. Very nice. Yeah. So that's, that was when I got to work with like killer people. The training there is so, is so good for an right. actor. Awesome. So the, yeah, you, yeah. Do, you do have this physicality uh, in, in dance also. Yeah, I did. I, I, was, I trained in um, uh, pretty much most of the forms of dance. And I, but I started really late. I was in my 20s mm -hmm. um, and just had, I guess, I don't know, a bit of a natural aptitude to it. I don't, don't pretend I was the greatest dancer, but I was <laughs> certainly... I was certainly capable, and um, and then that sort of I woke uh, woke up sort of writing and choreography and creating work uh -huh. from nothing. Right. Um, right. So I did a lot of I've done a lot of spoken word and um, written some plays. Uh, James Gandolfini gave me the money to produce one of my plays in New York when wow. I was there. Wow! Yeah, man, amazing. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Pretty awesome. So let me ask you: when you uh, when you come from uh, having that dance dance background, did that funnel into it all the the uh, the, the um, stunts and the physicality that were in this new movie, Zombie Ninjas? Abs yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think um, just as any actor, I, I tell I say to anybody, you know, keep your body in shape and and learn movement, you mm -hmm. know, because you just um, you just don't know when it's going to come in handy, but uh, Rody and Kylie wrote, wrote all the choreography out because mm -hmm. um, I'd never done action like this before. Sure. And then I went off and I basically, I, I practiced it like everywhere, the park next to my house, in my old living room, you know, uh, looked like a bit of a crazy person in public. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it, uh, but I just went out and I, I, I basically learned it like, uh, well, it is choreography. You know, it's fight right. choreography. So I learned it and I broke it down into chunks. And Absolutely. Um, the and Kylie are both super, super supportive with with my performance and learning it and getting it right and mm -hmm. getting the right angles. And then, but the acting, because I was an actor first and foremost, it was the selling it that I think where the sure. acting came in. And my sort of dance background and movement background helped with learning the choreography. Yeah, sure, sure. And in this movie, obviously, you're you're dropped right into it immediately. Yeah. Like this movie, <laughs> this movie starts with you know basically a, a, a zombie uh, a ninja like uh, a fighting attack right off yeah. the bat. And the way you're yeah. brought into it is kind of like you know you're you're it's in the middle of like your job interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, it was really cool, man. And then once it once it kicked off, it it, it sure kicks off, you know. Yeah, so, it does. But it, it does. was it was I had a blast. I I would I would do an action film again in a heartbeat, man. I loved it. 
That's awesome. So you played Dylan, the main character. Um, did you, you know, it's, it's a weird question, but do you feel like you related it all to, to the character? Yeah, I, I think so. He was, um, he's, you know, he's kind of a good guy. I wouldn't say he's, sure. he's, he's, a, he's a squeaky clean fella, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd sure. say, but he's a really good guy deep down and he's very protective and sort of very much about um, within, you know, his own humanity sort of he's in a situation trying to do right and make right and right, right. this protective tenacity that he has um, because he, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really beat up. He, he, he doesn't really give up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's um, right. very much uh, very driven and I think I can relate to nearly all of that. And also there's that that thing to me being me, there's sort of if there's shit going on, I kind of like to be a part of it. So I think he did the same thing in the sure. movie where he could have just walked out the door. Sure, sure. Yeah, very heroic um, from from seeing the movie. He's definitely got these heroic traits that I think are both classical when we look at, you know, action cinema, but also, yeah. you know, it's it's good to see uh, you need you need someone like that when you're going up against zombie ninjas. <laughs> I mean, you have to. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what was your favorite thing about about playing Dylan, or was it or was it those things? Like, it, was there something that you were able to explore with the the character that maybe you didn't get to explore with with other characters in movies? Um, I I just really I really really again I love the physicality of it yeah. all. I thought the fact that he was sort of he, he doesn't say too much unless he's got something to say. Right, right, right. And I. And doesn't sort of mind stepping up and taking charge, and I, I really kind of I like that. But he definitely has a, a sort of subtle, a sort of charm, and um, he's not a robot, you know. He's got a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a sort of a, a bit of charm, but he, he's he's a he's a good guy deep down. Right. You know? I, I I did like playing Dylan a lot. I thought he was a really fun. He's a really fun character. He's not not too far from my own personality. So that was, um, yeah, it was. He was great. Yeah. What brought you on board with doing the movie? Was it the script? Uh, was it working with the directors? Uh, well, to be honest, I, I saw the title. Um, <laughs> uh, I literally saw the title and was like, I have to be in the movie. And, um, Very nice. And I, I, uh, I, have you seen it? Yes, I have. Yes. Have you I seen have. the full movie? I have. I have seen a, seen a screener right before this. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. You know, that's, that's the same thing. I was uh, interviewing Soa on Friday, and that's the same thing he said. He was like, I want to see this movie. How have you seen it already? Yeah, I know. Uh, did you enjoy it? I, I enjoyed it. Know? Yes, yeah. The uh, the 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 stunt the stunt stunt works uh, 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 above any, anything. I really really enjoyed the stunts. I enjoyed um, what you brought to it too. You know, it's it's very much like the movie very much feels like like uh, a a diehard zombie movie. You know, That's like exactly how I describe it. Yeah. It, it's you know all encapsulated in this building, and uh, you really are McLean in a lot of ways, John McLean. Shit, man, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really really enjoyed that aspect to, uh, of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't believe we all haven't seen it. Fuck. <laughs> um, are you guys are you guys having a screening in in uh, in Australia before it comes out in the states? Yeah, we've got um the it premieres next week um on on the tenth. It premieres right on. on Saturday at um uh, in Adelaide. Right on. So, uh, and Sol and I are going. Um, and uh, there's about five or six. Hours. I think Coram's going, and Kenny and a couple of the other stunt guys. We're all flying over for it. So right on. Um, 
should be a bunch of fun. The what drew me to it part, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw the title. I was like, I have to be in that movie. Then I read the character brief and I went, I kind of went, yeah, that's 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 me. Like, I, right. that's who I want to audition for. And then um, got a fairly good rapport with Rody and Kylie over the internet. Um, uh, just, you know, going back and forth to uh, getting it organized. Uh-huh. Um, got a really good feeling about him about them, met them at the audition and, and then uh, sort of got along with them and I had a good feeling about the audition and then they offered it to me and I, of course, jumped at it. And That's great. Uh, I didn't know who they were at the time, but I would work with them and recommend any actor who wants to work with an amazing um, director, producer, writer. Absolutely. Um, work with Rody and Kylie. They were just, they were really wonderful to work with. I, I couldn't say it anything more highly about them they're just they're incredible absolutely um you know you you work with so many like uh stuntmen stuntmen in this movie and so is has this ufc background and everything um did you you know you're bringing like you said the physicality and and the knowledge of the movement and everything was there a lot of choreography that you had to work on with these guys like whether did did you have any trouble with maybe them not being able to uh pull a punch did you guys get ever get into any sort of like problems or was everything like smooth sailing no 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 we, we, i mean everybody you're doing an action film and, and what's the end of any jackie chan film i mean they're <laughs> just the top stuntman in the world everybody gets right. a clip every now and then right um you know what i mean but it was incredible because they were so good um other than you know you, you bang a head or you know you get a little close sometimes but uh it was my experience with it no it was everybody was super like just super professional and really careful with each other, right? Uh, on the set, and that that came down from Rody and Kylie. If anything looked like it was going to be too dangerous or too hard or too whatever, um, um, or if anybody did get a clip, you know, they made made real sure that you know everybody was okay before we moved on, which was fantastic because we had a real tight schedule. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that you guys were working um, nights, right, through the whole schedule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're working that much, and I mean, like, obviously there were uh, other characters, other, um, uh, especially uh, Soa and probably some of the other performers that didn't have to yeah. be there every day, but you're the main character. You have to be there every day, right? I was I was there most days, but they made sure, because um, the, acting, the acting scenes to me I really love doing as well, but um, those to I had time to prepare. Like I go in complete anything I do. I I'd like to get my script as early as possible. Sure. I go in completely off book, so I don't have to worry about the words. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we got to the acting scenes, I was on top of what I needed to do, so I could concentrate on the choreography. Uh huh. Right on. Um, and they they made sure that all of us, again across the board, like we all had rest days and we all sure um, had downtime, and you know you got to. Rest up a little bit. The last, my last fight, um, the big one in the in the the, the garage uh-huh, down the yes. bottom. Right, right. Um, that we shot that th- like three consecutive nights. Gotcha. Which was, um, it was pretty grueling, but it was awesome because you really got to get into a flow of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like all the, I don't know, I don't know what made it in because I haven't seen the damn thing, but. Um, there was like, there's a whole sequence of rolls and loading the gun and getting the sword swung at me and all that sort right, of stuff. Right. You know, that was intricate. We shot from a lot of different angles. So, right. um, but yeah, it was killer, man. Every time I think about it, it's just 
puts a big smile on my face. Was it rigorous at all, considering that it was it was a night shoot? Did, had you had had you had done something so consecutive on other shoots? Uh, not on um not on shoots, because t- to be honest, man, this is the first lead I'd ever auditioned for in a feature. Right on, okay. Um, the, my this is like my first lead and my first action film. I've never done anything like this before. Amazing. I've played lots of leads in theatre. Um, I played like Stanley in Streetcar, and I've played wow. Macbeth, and I've, uh, I've I've played some um, some pretty big roles in classical and modern and contemporary theatre. Um, so that um, you know that I guess that helps. But this was my first yeah my first lead in a movie in a in a feature. To it's be exciting. Clear. It's exciting. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. I'm a bit. I'm sort of. I've got complete faith in the cords that they're not going to make anybody look silly. So <laughs> I'm just, ner- you know, I'm, I'm nervous to see my whole thing, but it's pretty, exci- it's pretty exciting. It is. It is. Like, where, where does that, uh, for you, I mean, you know, doing, doing this kind of work too, I mean, it's got to have like its share of, of stories, especially from this, this set, you know, considering that you are playing such a prominent character, do you have, uh, a memorable uh, uh, experience that you could tell us about? Um, I, to, to one of those f- f- funny questions, I, it, I, I just really enjoyed the whole thing. There's mm-hmm. so many different, um, you know, little things like working on any set every now and then. You know, I like those little moments in the collaborative process where, you know, you have an idea from your character's point of view. and. Sure. You know, your director or, or will say, "Yeah, man, let's just shoot it. We'll try it, and it may or may not work." Or I, I'm a huge fan of it. I like the storytelling process, so I like the everything that goes into making the whole thing. Right on, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that it was a really it was a skeleton crew. Um, it, uh, you know, we had I went in a couple of nights also, and they had some bigger stunts, um, and uh, so I went in and just because I was curious, so I went in and helped them with that and that was really nice of the guys to show me stuff and then there was one night uh one of the guys adam howe was doing a, a climb up the outside of the building on a rope wow mm-hmm. so i have i have my um you call it repelling we call it abseiling uh-huh. um i'm a qualified abseiling instructor so adam and i set up rigs and i actually ran the camera for a bit filming him climb past about halfway wow. down the building wow. that was pretty cool that's awesome um love but yeah really i just it was everybody that worked on it was was great. I enjoyed just pretty much every aspect of it. Right. So, coming from from, from a theater, of course, um, like you said, uh, is it different working on on a, a film set? You know, uh, like you have been, and now you know more of an indie film set. You know, it sounds yeah. like you guys had a lot of support from the directors, and definitely, you know, as as far as the stunt work went, but. Uh, when it comes to being on a set like this and, and even acting for camera, how is yeah. it different than, than doing theater? Um, look, man, it's, I think I've watched like, and like enough movies to, that's where I kind of, you know, and mimicked yeah. kind of acts that I've loved over the years. So I've, um, I've always been fat. I've always liked that. It's such a different medium, but it's, it's same but different, you know. There's different mm-hmm. techniques, and you've got to know where your audience is. And on film, your audience is the camera, you know, yeah. and that moves around you constantly. So, being aware aware of where you are in space, right. and I think that uh, uh, training in theatre helps you be very aware of where you are. 
at any given moment um, and, and how to move through the space. Uh, I know some film theatre actors have trouble bringing it down yeah. for film yeah. right. and some film actors have trouble bringing it up for theatre and the actual just that gruelling, you know, two and a half, three, sometimes four hours on stage. You know, it's, right. they're different disciplines. I've, I've been able to adapt to... Um, to either, I'm not too sure why, but they just both kind of make sense to me. Right. Well, I mean, you, you certainly, I'm, I'm sure that uh, that unlike a lot of um, people that make that that switch, that you also are probably a cinephile. You probably have watched a lot of movie acting and and probably, oh you know, you know, you like you you love that stuff too. So that's how yeah. you got into it, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I've definitely gone up. I have a definite style of stuff that I like. And one thing I like about the zombie ninjas uh, versus black ops is, um, like you said, it is sort of a bit of a throwback to those great old, uh, those great action films of the nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you die, die hard with, you know, the, um, well, the cast of the expendables when they were young, um, <laughs> 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 like I'm a huge, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm a, yeah, big, always a big fan of action films. And I grew up with them and sort of, be able to get one and shooting guns and fighting zombie ninjas. Yeah. That's a that's not 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 a bad day at work. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people are having to kind of like really uh, mine their their uh, human experience to kind of find the emotional drama that's going on in their life. And you're yeah. you're fighting zombie ninjas, which is not a bad day at all, man. Not at all, man. <laughs> it's um, are you? Um, are there are there other um, movies that uh, you feature prominently in that uh, American audiences can seek you out? At the moment, I mean, like I said, this is really my first. You know, I mean, this is my first lead in a feature. Hopefully, uh-huh. it won't be my last. Um, <laughs> Hope not. Uh, yeah, man. It's uh, but I, I shot another one. Um, I don't know if that'll be as prominent um, on its release. It's real indie kind of, mm-hmm. pretty offbeat. I play the villain in that. It's a really different role. Um, I, I play a <laughs> this uh, sort of um, crime boss guy, but he's a bit of a bit of a theatrical cross dressing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Psychopath. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so I've got a, a one. That's on the IMDb page as well. That one's called Broken Contract. Um, right it's He's like the complete antithesis of Dylan, you know. Right on. Dylan's functional, you know. He's he's a working guy, whereas this other guy is pretty much everything Dylan stands against. So sure. it was um, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you have a lot of fun with uh, playing the villain? Uh, you know, being able to kind of like uh, maybe chew some scenery and be a little more, you know, outlandish. Oh hell yeah, man! It's um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 fun, and I really got to go and get into that character as well. And I'd, I'd met with the director, and he'd I'd say, well, you know, what do you want me to do? Because uh, w- when I get it, whether it's theater or film, I mm. only ever read the full script once. Sure. Uh, read it once, and then if I get the role, I go back and I just learn my parts because sure. I don't need to learn everybody else's stuff. Right. <laughs> so I just learn my scenes, which actually keeps everything kind of fun because um, I get to see new stuff all the time and I watch other people's work. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. But with James on this one, he had said I could pretty much do whatever I wanted. And um, 
So we would do takes, and all of a sudden he just sound he'd like yell back to one, just do something different. Right. So, um, and I had him, but I made sure he told everybody that I was in the scene with that I was going to be a little <laughs> all over the shop. But dude, man, I got to just I just got to just got to run on, and he's I sort of based him on a cross between um, uh, Freddie Mercury and David Bowie meets Ian McKellen. So, Hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah man, it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was, yeah, a lot of fun. That's a um, great mix, man. I can't wait to yeah, see that. Man. That's amazing. Yeah, so the, the movie's a little, it's a little quirky, but I, I really had a great time. As you said, just having a bit of a chance to chew up a bit of scenery and be allowed to. Absolutely. Well, Adam, thank you so much for uh, the time, and and I, uh, you know, I hope that you uh, really like the movie when you guys see it on the tenth. And yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> every fuckers have seen it. I know it's so funny. I was talking when I was talking to Soa like that. Every um, you know, every other uh, conversation, every other uh, question I asked him when he would finish, he's like, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> it was like <laughs> every time I'm like, I feel so bad that the actors in the movie. I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, uh, but it's good, man. Hey, and also, so thanks a lot for um, for, for you for, for getting on board and taking the time to speak to us. It's it's really nice. I think absolutely. it's going to be. Um, I think it could do well. You yeah, know, it's, absolutely. It, it seems to be a, a bit of fun. People like zombies. You know, yeah, and, uh, and no, it's it's got a built-in audience. You know, action junkies and and um, you know, I was talking when I was talking to him. I was also saying uh, is definitely this this audience that's like. Uh, it, it's a, it's a video game, you know. You're moving through this this uh, building, and you finally get to the big boss, you know. So yeah. there's there's this uh, you know element that I'm sure people that are fans of video games will latch on yeah. to too. Yeah, That's I've it. got a couple a uh, couple of people I know from the New York days that are uh, a comic book guy. They actually illustrate comic books. So um, one of them uh, works for Marvel, and the other one I don't know who he's working for right now, but. Uh, I'm really curious to see if when they watch it, what they say about it. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I can't yeah. wait to – we should talk again, hopefully. I would love it. Hey, absolutely, brother. Any time, man. You've got my details now. If you've got any questions or um, hit me up. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Adam. Cool. I appreciate it, man. See you later. Have, Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, it was a nice uh, three-parter. It was nice having uh, three interviews that I could put together um, talking about one specific project. Uh, it's a fun movie, Zombie Ninjas vs. Black Ops. Go out there, check it out. October 15th, it's on VOD, iTunes, all those uh, those video streaming services. And uh, enjoy it. Let, me, let, let us know at Action A Go Go what you think. And of course, like I said earlier, check out uh, Derek's written review on Action A Go Go. 